Michael will leave Gore's side for a moment and step next to you. Those fake adventurer costumes, they're missing too. Huh. Did Gore let anyone know that they were not there? He asked me to go and speak with someone. Then um, go, Michael, he... go and speak to someone. Okay, can you look after Gore? I just want to make sure that nobody suspects something is wrong. Walking out of the away team's change room, three people in adventurer's costumes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move to stop them, just in a like literal moment of being like, they've just had to move some stuff. The two that are kind of lagging behind, the one who's taking, who was in the lead, they stop. The one in the lead looks at you. Excuse me, I have a performance to give. And now we continue. Three people in adventurers' costumes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to move to stop them, just in a like literal moment of being like, sorry, just wait. We're just, they've just had to move some stuff. I'm in my cube shirt. This is me doing the like, oh, sorry, I just need you to stop. Like, it's just one sec. The two that are kind of lagging behind the one who's taking, who was in the lead, they stop. The one in the lead looks at you and with some of the like coldest eyes you've seen in a human, excuse me, I have a performance to give. I am aware. I was just talking to QB. He's about to be ready to go on. We, he, we just had a small problem with the costume. We just want to make sure that everything's still running to time. I'm sure things will be fine. I'm going to put my hand up to physically stop him from moving. Um, yeah. Where like, you- oh, like, like stopping him on the okay. chest. Just being like, no, just you have to wait. Okay. Um, I uh, also really hope that Harold is still paying attention to what's going on because <laughs> Harold yeah. would have seen this. So like mm-hmm. I, my brain is just like, I really hope someone's seeing this. When you put your hand on his chest, he likes he stops, looks down. Remove your hand from my person. I can't. I'm in charge of making sure everything goes safely today. You have to stop. Don't make me stop you. I don't think you could. And he will draw what should be a fake sword, but is a very real yeah. blade. As he draws that, I cast mage armor on myself. Okay. And I will cast Entangle in such a way that it gets him and his friends, but not Potentia. So basically... You close enough? Including him. Hmm? Are you close enough? I don't know if you're close enough. Yeah, 90 feet. Oh. Yeah, I'd be close enough. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to say that uh, Potentia is 60 feet away from Harold. Yep. And you've cast it just on the other side of Potentia, so... Describe to me what that looks like. So basically, like as as he like draws the sword, like these uh, it's like literally like sprouting from the soil. These these vines literally like sprout and like spiral up around the legs of of Trayton and the two who are following him, mm-hmm. and they have to make a, a strength check, beating a okay. fourteen. Otherwise, they are restrained. Okay, so Trayton, who is dressed as a swordsman of some kind, like a swashbuckler, mm-hmm. strength check, you said? Yeah. 
Uh, he rolls a three, so he fails. Uh, the one who is dressed more like a knight uh, rolls a dirty 20. But he's he's not moving anyway, so that's okay. And the one who is dressed in like a, a mage's costume rolls a 12. Fails as well. Okay. And it's also difficult terrain, so movement is halved within that 20-foot radius, uh, 20-foot square as well. Okay. Uh, let's get initiative from everybody, because this, this is combat. Can I ask a question? Would Meredith mm-hmm. have noticed, like, any of this? I think she would have noticed once Harold... Once Harold casts a spell down yeah. the, the way. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I just was going to say, I'm like, has, is she paying attention? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the moment Harold would have, you know, stood up, she would have been mm. like, oh, yeah. Uh, 18 plus 3 is 21. 21 for me as well. 16. Uh, what's your dex? Plus, plus 3. So is mine. Ben, how do you want to do this? Uh, you guys get Potential's to pick. closer. You can pick. But I have just cast Mage Armor on myself, so I'm okay with you going okay. first and then me going second because it's like, it's yep. the split second difference of... Yeah, that works. And also, Meredith. the entangles just happened in front of me, so my brain is probably like, bleh, bleh, mm-hmm. just like a beat after you, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My hope, my, my current hope is like, someone pay attention to Gore! <laughs> Meredith, you're up first. You've just seen Harold cast Entangle on these three yeah. fake adventurers. How far away am I? Um, you are on the other side of Gore, so you would be 70 feet. Okay, from me so... or from, the adve- from them? 70 feet from Potentia, so 75 from Trayton. All right. Um, I think Meredith would get Gore's attention um, and she would just say Gore, there's some stuff going down over there Um, what do you want to do? Do you want help out of this? Did the adventurers show up? Oh, they showed up! Great! No, not great Uh, He he, he turns, I'm going to make a perception check for Gore disadvantage because every perception check he's been making is being disadvantaged Yeah those are the guys that attacked me. Yep. We, we can't let the audience know. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? Do we go out and pretend while these two handle everything? I can't be seen to run away from them. So uh, make it look good, I guess. Okay, let's go. Good luck. Uh, Meredith, what do you... So that was... that. We'll, we'll call that a bonus. So Gore is going to come with me, right? If uh, I run towards them. Yes. Okay, cool. You'll have so to, you, gonna, you will have to lead Gore because he is currently yeah, at Yeah, I'm going to take off whim. my cubes shirt because underneath it, I'm, I'm assuming I'm kind of dressed like an adventurer because well, that's you, what I am. Would you... Because I've got my leather armor on. Yes, but you can still wear your Feromastis shirt over that. That's true. And to have like the Feromastis supporting people help fight yeah. off the event, like help fight off the adventurers makes more sense that's why I left true. my shirt on. Yeah, that's like, true. Okay, maybe are there people kind of in between us and the three adventures? No, because people have like cleared away. Okay, um, the, cool. t- the teams are in gotcha. their own separate areas. Um, this yeah, is okay. this is when the halftime show should be happening, and this right, is okay. sort of what people expect: is the Pharaoh Masters Cube yeah. to fight some adventurers. Okay, so that's what we're gonna do. All right, so you're going to move 25 feet towards them? Yep. I'm leading Gore. Okay. Are you going to cast anything or do anything else? No, that's it. You can move um, twice actually, if you hang wanted on. to. I might um, shout. I might send a message to Potentia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and just say, we're coming to back you up. 
um, we need to make this look good um, and deal with these guys at the same time. I believe in you. You're absolute amazing at what you do. And I'm going to cast <laughs> Bardic Inspiration. Um, bardic inspiration. <laughs> uh, gonna gift me yeah. some Bardic Inspiration. Fair enough. Heck yes. Very nice. Okay. Potentia, you're up. Cool. Um, I... I would have seen. Is it is it vines that go up around his ankles and hold him in place, Ross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay. So that means no fire, which is probably a good plan. Um, what I'm gonna do is okay, Ben. I'm gonna ask for a little bit of like flavor addition to something. Um, mm-hmm. Hit me with the flavor. Okay. So what I'd like to do <laughs> is above my head, but such that I can, like, I'm gonna cast this and drop basically at the same time to not to prone okay. but like to duck so that this okay. is head height with the three people but not hold not anywhere near their feet does that make sense so okay. it's like above their head taking okay. their heads okay. i want to cast what you- shatter but what i want to do is i want it to like basically because it's a big thing of like sound um yeah. i want to see i want people to be able to see the sound waves basically that sort of like wob 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 of like thing mm-hmm. does that make mm-hmm. sense like that i want a visual sense. component to it but okay. i don't know whether i can have that make this look good make it look good um, basically i've taken yeah, that yeah. and just been like nah? this is okay. as good as i like i'm too close okay. to do anything else but i'm just gonna be like fump and like duck so that i'm not gonna get hit the, I, the brain i with like it. the idea of you adding a visual aspect to this spell on the fly yeah it's this is what you're very familiar with so doing yeah like it's one i cast a lot so it's just me yeah. being like Sparkles. <laughs> it's the glit. It's me sprinkling glitter. I'm it's, okay with this. Um, yeah. I would say that so that it doesn't so that it hits them but doesn't hit you. Uh, how you've like squatted down. What I'm what I'm thinking is basically I'm gonna. I mean I'm happy to go prone because well, I, what I'm thinking is um, I'll let you do this, but you take half movement next act, next turn because you have to spend. Fine. I don't necessarily want to move anyway because um he he's got a big heavy thing that's gonna hit me and um mm-hmm. re- reaction no no basically okay. um so yes i would like to do that please yeah um but essentially what i don't want to do is i don't want to hit the stands so i know like i'm trying to think about like where it would have to be and it would basically have to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. like above my head like basically over trayton's head yeah, but yeah. such that i can eat no, I like out of the way all right go for it Cool. Um, so that's a con save from them. Okay. Uh, I will roll individually for each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trayton first. Ooh, seven. Ah, uh, fails. The one who's dressed as a knight rolls an 18. That succeeds. He'll still take damage, but... The one who's dressed as a mage, 17. Ah, uh, also succeeds. Okay, so Trayton okay. will take all of this. The other two will take half... That kind of makes sense as well. Like, he was, like, right in front of it. In front of me, yeah. I, I do have one question, though. Um, This says that a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Is the knight wearing a helmet? Uh, all of their costumes are going to take a little bit of damage. That's not what I'm asking, because they would get a disadvantage on the saving throw mm. if... Because basically what then's happening is their brain is going to be doing, like, doing the like thing inside their uh, helmet. No, he's he's not wearing a helmet. Fine. But that's not also how the rules are written. Like, it's not, they have no. to be made of metal, not be wearing metal. Yeah, like, but I was thinking about, like, it being encased in a helmet yeah, no, rather I, I, than... I, I, like, I like the thought, but unfortunately, no, not wearing a helmet. 
No, that's fine. It was more, as I say, about their their brain part of them, not their body, because that would also be insane. But 3d8's worth of... Shaking a brain is never a good thing for the person with the brain. No. Okay. Eight and a two and a seven is 17 points of thunder damage. Halved would be eight. Okay. Um, Triton takes the full hit, and the knight and the mage take half. Um, They don't look happy about it. No. I can imagine. No, they wouldn't be. Harold. I will. I think what I'll do is um, I'll send a guiding bolt towards Trayton. Okay. Kind of like making a show of it, like, you know, lifting up the, the constellation sphere and then sort of doing completely pointless and meaningless yeah. arm gestures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 120 feet range. Uh, so 12 to hit, though. Uh, 12 to hit. Trayton does not hit Trayton. Hang on, isn't he? Re- is he restrained? Does that then change that? Because he can't move, so he can't dodge. What's the rule on that? Sorry, I don't know Entangle well enough to. But like, so so Harold is he restrained? Is that the what he's def- like the he's restrained is the condition. Okay, yeah, so his I don't know that, that he becomes zero. Attack rolls against him have advantage. So you get to roll it again. Yeah. Oh, I have advantage then. That's sweet. Sorry, I was like, I know there's something um, about restraintment that, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, yeah. Attack rolls against him have, have advantage, and the creature has disadvantage on deck saving throws. Oh, that's another bad roll. Uh, 13 this time. Uh, misses. Yeah. So your, Six and a seven, so I rolled. So your bolt will shoot out over them, missing them. Um, still looks flying. cool. Still looks cool. It flies harmlessly Selling it. Uh, down the field. Trayton is going to try and free himself from these vines. What are the checks he can use to get out? Is it just strength? Strength, okay. yeah. And it's um, that takes his, his action for the turn, too. All right. Uh, he rolls a 16 for his strength check. Yeah, 14 had to be. Okay, so he rips the, the vines off to be free of them. He cunning maneuvers, disengages... Mm-hmm. from Potentia taking a step to Potentia's left sorry my anatomical left or left from his perspective your anatomical left thank you his right and then he's going to use his move action to move towards um, Gore and so he's he he is ignoring you Potentia it looks like he's given he towards... was so mad at me before that's hilarious like well, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're gonna be mean to me? <laughs> he's seen he's seen the cube and he's rushing towards it, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Next up, that knight, who is not restrained, he is going to step up towards you, Potentia. Yeah. Uh with his great sword. How far away was he? Uh he was five feet behind Trayton, so he uses his movement to get up okay. to Potentia. This is going to be non-lethal, but it is doing still going to be an attack against you. 17 to hit. Hits, but only just. Mage armor, man, like so close mm. to not hitting me. So the the sword he'll bring the sword down and it like hits that hits that mage armor barrier, but still cuts through mm. uh, to deal seven points of slashing damage. Yep. Uh, and then the mage who is restrained. They don't need to move because they are going to cast Firebolt. <laughs> and they are casting it at 
score. Ah, no! A flame appears in this mage's hand and he points his finger towards Gore and the flame shoots across the field and strikes the cube costume, uh, singeing it slightly, but it seems mostly undamaged. Awesome. Uh, So we have back to the top, Meredith. Can I ask one question before we go into round two? Because it like means that we won't then have to do it in the middle of the round. Mm. How far away from me is Nikolai? Nikolai is 50 feet up in the stands. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so Meredith. Um, how far away are we now? You were 75 feet away. Then you moved up 25 feet, which put you at 50. And then he moved 20 feet. Mm-hmm. So you are 30 feet away from him. 30 feet away from Trayton. Okay. I'm going to cast um, Calm Emotions, um, centered on Trayton. And I'm going to, it says... Uh, alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile towards, so I'm going to make it indifferent to um, Gore and the cube. Okay, so is there a save you would have to make to try and resist um, that? Charisma, um, Charisma 13. Okay. He fails the check. Nay, alright, <laughs> so he is. I've, it's a concentration spell, um, duration up to one minute. So, so you're now concentrating to make sure that, yep. that Triton feels indifferent towards Gore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. Triton's going to ignore Gore for at least okay. one round. All right, cool. Uh, do you want to move as well? Uh, yeah, I might see if Gore and I can keep moving. Yep, you can move up. Um, you will now be uh, five feet away from Triton. Cool. Potential. Um, okay, can I yell as a bonus, ac- as a like free action? Yeah. Cool. Definitely. I would like to yell to the stands. Um, come on, gelatinous cubes. Let's take it to these vampires. Like, I, she doesn't know the name mm-hmm. of the other team. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. This is the problem. Um, mm-hmm. So she's going to yell that, but my eye line is going to be dead at Nikolai when I'm okay. yelling that. All right. Um, give me a performance check. Okay. Uh so I rolled a 19 and I have a plus one. So that's a dirty 20 for performance. All right. Yes. Um, the crowd cheers in encouragement. Um, yeah. I'm going to say that you all have inspiration. The crowd yeah. has given you an inspiration dice. Does that uh, mean I have two? I can't have two, can I? I can only have one at a time. No, you can only have one at a time. Poops. Uh, but I'm going to roll an insight for Nikolai. He's like, he looks at you and he meets your gaze, but you can't tell. If he's gotten it, that's fine. If he's gotten um, it. Is the knight within five feet of the mage right now? Definitely. They are They are directly, like, one in front of the other knight, mage. Okay. Um, in that case, because, again, it's going to look spectacular, uh, I'm going to cast ice knife on the mage mm-hmm. at level at first level so okay. is an it's an attack roll yeah so 17 all together that will hit the mage great um so it takes 1d10 and as everyone knows that's not all that happens your knife will strike towards him and you will see that he has mage armor that flashes briefly but your knife penetrates through 
uh, suck it is basically how my brain is feeling because like, guess what? Your mage armor didn't, my mage armor didn't work. Neither did yours. Um, so they take 10 because I just rolled a 10 on my D10. Mm -hmm. And then for the spectacular part, um, so that's basically, I pull a, 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 like a knife of ice out of nowhere, fling it at the mage. It impacts mm -hmm. them and then it explodes. And mm -hmm. I'd really like it to just kind of explode as loudly and big as it can, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a spell I use not an infrequent amount. Uh, so both the mage and the knight need mm -hmm. to dex saving throw. Okay, it's well, I'll do the mage first, who currently has disadvantage on dexterity saving yes. throws because he's restrained. He rolls a five. So he fails. Yeah. What about the... Um, I'll roll one, like, the 2d6 okay. for And the both. knight... Uh, oh, he was a three. Doesn't, doesn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's behind him. It explodes yeah. behind him, that's fair. Uh, so they take an additional five plus two, seven points of cold damage. So okay. the d10 was piercing, and then that's cold on top. Okay. Um, I am within five feet of guy who tried to hit me with with well, guy who hit me yes so i'm not going anywhere because i can't i, can't, I mean, can't afford the yeah i'm not gonna be able to get far enough to make mm -hmm. it worthwhile me running away from him um mm -hmm. but okay. i'm mentally prepped to do something if i need to um yes so that's the end of me i think all right harold sort of seeing the spread of people i will uh I will use an action to uh, use one of my wild shapes, and as the constellation of the archer flashes on my on my sphere, um, basically like if you imagine like a character rig animation where all the little like joint points, like all of those are like stars, yes. and like a, a, a starlit bow and quiver appears on my back, and with the bonus action as part of my archer form, I will take a uh, I will take a ranged radiant arrow to the mage who's restrained mm -hmm. who I get advantage on because they're restrained yep so look my spell attack is six so that's a dirty 20 that will hit and the damage isn't amazing but for a bonus action it's pretty good so that's 1d8 plus 4 uh, 6 radiant damage okay um to the mage. I have to say, just to interrupt a little bit, when you were giving us that description, first of all, cool. Second of all, you know what I immediately thought of? You know all those like Halloween costumes with the kids wearing like the um, yes. the glow sticks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it! Very cool. Very cool. Okay, so you've just fired this arrow along the field and, and struck the, the mage who uh, takes the bolt and like hunches over with pain. Um, they would be described as bloodied. Okay. Um, I have to ask, are your attacks being lethal? No. Okay. I'd be aiming for, like, shoulders and, like... Shins, yeah. yeah. Okay. Knees. So your, your attacks are currently non-lethal, but... So there is no blood as such. He is bloodied. Yeah. I mean, there might be blood, but we're not trying to kill them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, they, on the other hand, don't necessarily have the same reservations. How fair. Uh, so now that Trayton is no longer focused on... Doing his job. <laughs> now that Trayton is no longer focused on gore, 
um, he's going to reassess who he's going to attack. So hang on, how does calm emotions work? Does it mean that it's just not focused on one thing or is it just general so, uh, emotional calming? Indifference. Okay. Um, so let me read that out for you. You can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. Um, so... So creatures of your choice. Many. Plural? Yeah. So technically, how many could it be? Because could it could be more? Be all of us? Potentially. You, does it does it specify a number of creatures, or does it just say creatures? It just says creatures. Oh, so it's whoever you want then. Basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah let me just have a quick. You can you can make a target and. In- indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile towards. Uh, this indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. Oh. But he wasn't looking. He was facing oh, the other way. He's facing Gore. He just hasn't witnessed it. Hmm. True. Um, when the spell mm. ends, the target becomes hostile unless the GM otherwise rules. Yeah. All right. So he is going to stop in place and just kind of like take the whole scene in um, unsure of what exactly is like he he stops and there's like calm he looks, um, confused. Like, he looks confused he looks calm he's like what's going on why are we doing this what is fighting guys like why like why would we do this can't we just mm-hmm. all sing kumbaya <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say that he spends his whole turn just standing there in a stupor it is the knight's turn who just got exploded from the from the back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still got a sword, and you're still in front of him, Potential. Yeah, I know. So, so he's gonna try again. Okay. Uh, the first one is a twenty-two. Well, that's gonna hit me regardless of it. <laughs> and the second attack he makes is only a seven. So only the first one hits. Yeah. So he swings down breaking through your, your mage number once more, but on the second swing, it deflects off completely. Wow. I am rolling very low on my damage dice. Good. Uh, five, oh, no! Five damage. Five slashing Good. Damage. I'm a wizard. I do, I, I, <laughs> um, remind me, Ben, what the, like, categories of, like, injury are so that I can, like, and what the tick-over points are so I can give you um, a tick-over roughly, half, roughly halfway is bloodied. Yeah, you, you, could, you could say that about potential right about now. You could, you could say that. That's, that's a, not an inaccurate sentence right now. The mage, realizing how much trouble they are in with being uh, entangled and restrained um, after they've been hit multiple times now, mm. is going to uh, briefly surround themselves with silvery mist mm. and they teleport 30 feet uh, back away from where they were. Boring. Yeah. You can just see Potentia's eyes rolling like, anyone can do that. Uh, and then he's going to cast Firebolt. Can he do both? Um, it's a bonus action for Misty yeah, yeah, Step yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then a cantrip. Yeah, that's fine. At me? Or at... Uh, no, this go- one's uh, heading towards Harold. Yeah. An eight. No, yeah, that misses. Yeah. Um, so his uh, Firebolt will fly past harmlessly, land into the, the grass behind you, and then sizzle out. Meredith. Mm-hmm. I am casting um, Healing Word, so I'm going to move up to Potentia, and I'm going to, like, touch her lower arm, um, Mm -hmm. like her wrist or something, and then cast Healing Word. I'm going to make that second level. Not Healing Word, sorry, uh, Cure Wounds. Second Mm -hmm. level, Cure Wounds, and she gets 
14 hit points back. Which is more than I needed. Thank you. Winner. Uh, so Meredith moves up, cast Cure Wounds on Potentia. Mm-hmm. Um, did you bring Gore you the along with you? Points. I was five feet away from the action, remember? When you moved up... Did you bring Gore no, with no, no. you? No, okay. Gore's still standing there. So I'll okay. kind of scooch back to, to So Gore. it'll be Harold way down one side of the field. There's a gap, then there's Gore, then there's Trayton, there's Meredith, Potentia, Knight, 30-foot mm-hmm. gap, Mage. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might scoot back to Gore and just, like, let him know I'm next to him. Do you have enough movement? I've got 25 feet. Yeah, but how, how far does it take to get to me? You were 20 feet from Potentia. So you can oh, only get halfway back? Yep. <laughs> I do not. So, but I'm going to move towards Gore. All right. Which will, that'll put you next to Triton. Where do you, like, do you want to be next to Potentia or next to Triton? Let's go next to Potentia and then I'll All move right. back to Gore on All my right. next so you, turn. So you, you will run past Triton, who is currently still in this stupor. He hasn't quite recovered. Mm-hmm. And you run up and you tap Potentia for some health. Potentia. Cool. So the knight is still dead in front of me, right? He is directly in front of you, yes. Like, back in front of me? Um, I would like to run back to Gore, please. Mm-hmm. Which I know he's leaving you, Meredith, by yourself, but, like, eating myself That's back fine. to Gore. That will provoke an attack from the knight. Yeah, I'm aware. But I'm back to full health thanks to thanks to Meredith, so it's a case um, of, like, now I feel like I can leg it, as opposed to before where I didn't... You like could it. take an action to disengage, which is taking no, a five-foot step. because I want... Okay. No, no, there's a thing I want to do, but I need to... I don't want to be right. close to the knight when I do it. All right, so um, rolling to attack with the knight as you step, as you turn around to move away. Knight rolls a seven. That does not hit me. Bye! Swing, swing and misses as you duck away to turn around, to move back. Cool. Um... I'm going to go put myself in front of, basically between Gore and Triton. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. And as I run back, I want to yell to the crowd, basically trying to keep up the, like, showmanship stuff. Yeah. Yeah, of being like, um, you you don't get to come here and uh, try and beat the cubes. Mm -hmm. Again, just trying to keep the showmanship up. Yeah. Give Um, me a performance roll. 18. Yeah, you're still keeping the crowd with you. <laughs> Come on, guys. Keeping them, keep them jazzed. Not enough yeah. to give you an inspiration dice, but definitely, like, psyched about it. It's okay. Um, and I'd like to, like, dead-eye Nikolai again. I'm not saying anything specifically, like, trying to get through to him, but it's like, dude, get down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would like to end up in front, so where, where I said I was going to run to. Um, and I would like to cast... Firebolt at the mage in a I can do this too kind of flourish mm-hmm. of like the big imagine like tossing it like a baseball pitch. It's like a big mm-hmm. wind up and a lob in their general direction. Again, trying to keep the showmanship <laughs> alive of the um Yeah, yeah. Of um, the the thing. How is the crowd reacting to all of this? Oh, they are loving this this what they consider a mock battle. Okay. Yeah. Potentia is doing an excellent job of, of keeping them engaged with the, the facade you're trying to maintain. I love that she's doing this, not the bard, but that's okay. Uh, 19 plus 5, Ben, makes that a 24 to hit. That'll hit. I think Meredith would be better at doing the, best, the performance roles to keep the crowd engaged, but Potentia has yeah. stepped up in this situation for sure. <laughs> Potentia's like, I'm just going to try and fake my way through this. No. Meredith's busy helping um. out Gore. 
You can yell at the crowd too. <laughs> I know. I didn't, but I do now. Uh, they take six points of fire damage. So your your bolt will fling across and yeah, aiming for like the bottom of their robes with a mm-hmm. view to like again not trying to hurt you, trying to do this as though it's still a show. Mm-hmm. Harold. Yeah. So seeing that. Seeing that this mage could be a problem, I'll use my bonus action to do the ranged attack mm-hmm. um, against the mage. Oh, that'd be a 21 to hit. That hits. D8. Another six points of radiant damage. Okay. And I think what I'm going to do is send a, as my action, uh, send a guiding bolt towards the knight. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that was a that was a one for a seven, so that misses. Uh, yeah, that, that will miss. So one of your arrows will fly down, um, striking the mage, uh, and your bolt will fling down the field, um, narrowly missing the knight. And I'm I'm kind of out of the way, so I'll just kind of stay where I am for now. Okay. Uh, realizing that you're all attacking this guy's what what Trayton considers to be his yeah. allies. The uh, emotions are no longer calmed for him, and he shakes free of the the spell you had over him. Notice. Well, it also would have cancelled already because it's a concentration spell, and you cast healing, uh, cast cure wounds on me, so it would have been gone regardless. No, cure wounds isn't a concentration spell. Yeah, oh. only concentration is broken by no. Other it is. That's right. It's fine. Um, or if she took took damage, um, which she didn't do. Took damage, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Okay. So Trayton is now between Meredith and Potentia and he sees Gore once again in the cube costume. Um, but he is aggravated now that the spell has worn off because he realized what, what you've done. And Does he know who it was? Uh, he will, because he was running towards you when you cast the spell at him. Okay. So Trayton will turn around and step towards Meredith and as he swings his sword towards you, he yells, You dare affect my mind? Can Meredith yell something back? You can respond as he attacks you. Uh, it's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. So what are you saying as, as the attack comes down? I just yell at him, yes, I dead. Ah! Uh, ooh, you're going to take <laughs> 10 <laughs> points of slashing damage. Ow! He is uh, quite skilled with this blade. Mm-hmm. And then he is going to step back away from you as a bonus action to disengage. Mm-hmm. So he is now equally between Potentia and Meredith, but not next to either of you. Uh, does that mean, hang on, he moved away from me, yeah? He wasn't adjacent to you. Oh, I thought he was. Sorry. Cool. Potentia, five foot gap. Him, five foot gap. Meredith. Mm-hmm. That knight, seeing that uh, Trayton is now attacking Meredith, will also attack Meredith. Also, Harold, I'm going to say Harold and Potentia, not Meredith. You will notice that Nikolai is missing from the stands now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, action plan, get Nikolai off his butt. Come on. <laughs> so Knight is going to attack you with his great sword. Uh, the first one, he misses horribly as he's not maybe used to fighting halflings and he swings way too high. Oh, the second one is a crit, though. Uh, so the second one, he definitely lands. 
Okay. Ooh. So many dice. <laughs> um, you take 20 points of slashing damage. I am down. You're down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sword came down perfectly and just dropped you. Yep. I see you drop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm now in front of Gore. I want to ask Gore a question before I move, which is basically, hey, uh, question, can you rage in that thing slash beat people up in that thing? I've never tried, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, they just dropped Meredith, so your choice. I saw that. Uh, that was the knight's turn. Seeing that he's dropped Meredith, he now like looks up towards the rest of you. Knowing that the mage is, is up next, you look towards where he was standing and he's not there anymore. There is an empty spot where the mage previously was, hmm. and he will not be participating in the rest Thanks, of this battle. Thanks, Nikolai. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, so, Meredith, Meredith. Mm-hmm. you need to make a death saving throw. Oh, this is my very first death saving so throw. This okay, so this is a d20, and high yeah. is a pass. Above 10 is a pass. Roll. You can do it. I got a six. I failed. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Okay. So for those who don't know, death saving rolls, three failed, you die. Three successes, you stabilize. Hashtag save Meredith. Hey, it's your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM here, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you tweet about the show using the DNDoctorates hashtag, you might hear an NPC named after you in a future episode. So tweet about the show, share it, tell your friends. Word of mouth is how we spread the show around. We don't pay for advertising. Support us by sharing your love of the show with your friends. Do you want a message read out on the show by myself, Joe, Kate, Ross, or as a character on the show, maybe you would like a message from Gore. Fill out the Google form, which you can find via our link tree, linktr.ee slash dndoctorates. You can find the mid-show message uh, link there. Fill it out and let one of us send a message to someone you care about. And if you didn't know, we have merch. You can find our dndoctorate merchandise store at dndoctorates.threadless.com check it out uh, support the show all the money goes into hosting fees uh, there's already some great things on there have a look around if you would like a Fair Masters University welcome pack check out the collections tab you get a Fair Masters University tote bag a Fair Masters University notebook a travel mug and a sticker you can put that on your laptop your notebook wherever support the show and share your love of of Fair Masters University and the DN Doctorates show by checking out and getting some merchandise and once you've got that merchandise share it on social media with the hashtag DN Doctorates and let us see what you know our merch out in the wild we love seeing it now this episode is the last of this arc the next arc is starting up next thursday which will be the first of april i promise you it's not a prank it is the actual episode and we're looking for common room questions as well 
We're recording another episode of The Common Room where you can ask us questions about the show, our writing process, our creative process, or if you want to dig into some of the things in the show, send us a message. You can find that link as well via our link tree, linktr.ee slash dndoctorates. Ask us a question and then maybe we'll answer it on The Common Room. I'm not going to hold you up any longer. We'll get back to this episode right now. Potential. Um, having incited Gore into some weird QB action, mm-hmm. um, in the crowd in front of me, can I see any of my, like anyone else I know, other than Nikolai? Yeah, I'll let you take a bonus action to make a perception check to like fully scan. That's fine, I basically have no bonus actions right now, so right. that's fine. Make your perception yeah. check. Um, 22. Yes, you spot your office mates up in the crowd. Great. Um, I should clarify... Ran, Silva, and Rivka. Haldora is not in the crowd. That's okay. I didn't assume she was. Um, I want to eyeball them while I mm-hmm. say the following, which is, uh, how dare you uh, drop a gelatinous cube in the middle of an unfair fight? And I'm going to say it that way because, like, we're in t-shirts and they're in, like, gear. Yeah. Um, um, like, to the crowd, but, like, yeah, yeah. Dead-eyeing my office mates. Uh, performance check, please. Flat 10. <laughs> that line doesn't seem to land as well uh, with the That's crowd. That's fair. It's my best work. They're like, they're, uh-huh. there's probably currently like, <gasps> because Meredith has gone down. No, and structure, yeah. yeah, more jumping on the back of that and being like, we're still performing. But yep. dead-eyeing my office mates who I'm hoping get my message. It looks like the one the, the person's gaze whose eyes you lock with the most is Silva. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for your actions? Yeah. Um, and then what I would like to do is I'm just going to firebolt the back of Trayton because I assume he's facing Meredith at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I would like, as my movement, to move to Meredith because I can't do anything this round, but I can next round. Yep. You'll be able to use your movement to get around Trayton. You don't have to pass yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So firebolting the back of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. 12 plus 5. Uh, I'll say because he's currently not looking at you. He's currently just seen Meredith go down, so he's distracted as your bolt comes up and he yeah. surprises him. Uh, for 9 points of burnination. Okay. But yeah, I basically want to put myself between anyone and Meredith because... Mm-hmm. Ow. No. I'm basically not going to let you get hit, is the point, Meredith. Okay, so... You're not entirely sure what kind of noise a cube would make if it was trying to roar, but the sound that comes from Cubie is not what you imagine that sound to be. This sounds like a very angry gore as he rages and he rushes up to Trayton. Go, go, go. Swings one of his pseudopod fists. Uh, He's a little awkward in the costume, so his first attack misses. Second attack swings around and clocks across the jaw as Trayton turns around to see this onrushing cube. Uh, and Trayton is going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. Harold. Uh, seeing Meredith on the floor, uh, I'll shout, Come on, Meredith, still more fight to go, and I'll cast Healing Word. Thank you. Seven hit points. <gasps> Thank you. Oh, that was a nice roll. Uh, and then seeing that the vines are no longer really being too useful, I'll drop those and cast uh, I'll cast the Constellation Spirit and the Hawk form of Orion will appear 
and swoop down to attack the knight. So that was a natural 20. Yes. Okay, yep, that hits. Uh, so yeah, 24, I guess, to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Double damage, double dice. 11 plus 6. 17 points of piercing damage mm-hmm. from the hawk to the knight. And then the hawk will fly out of the range uh, of the knight. And because it has flyby, it doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity, which is pretty sweet. Nice. Your hawk shoots past, scratches at this this knight. Uh, Trayton now next to Gore is going to plunge his sword into this costume, attempting to hit him. Sword goes in, but no sound from Gore. Okay, how does the crowd react to that? Um, the crowd is, is like momentarily shocked, but then like the cube does not seem to even mind the attack. Mm-hmm. Meredith, you are currently on the ground seeing this happen. Mm-hmm. This night seeing that things are maybe going not quite to plan, is going to pull something from their pouch, which, as Potentia and Meredith are directly next to him, you would recognize as one of Jelly's magic bean bags. I wondered why we had the whole magic beans thing. That was some foreshadowing. Gotcha. Um, and uh, like a lunatic, eats two of them. Opens bag, pours towards mouth. Two of them go in. Here we go. I'm going to roll this. I rolled a 40. You briefly see uh, that the first one is a deep brown color. Mm-hmm. And as he eats it, his head turns bright red and looks exactly, I stress this, exactly like a giant tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The second second bean, which he was able to swallow before his head turned into a tomato, looked sparkly and ruby colored. Oh boy. His arms become tentacles and his legs become tentacles. Oh boy. And he uh, partially shapeshifts into a squid. <laughs> He's a tomato squid? Is that what He's I'm hearing? He's tomato, a tomato squid? Tomato-headed squid. <laughs> Please, someone draw us character art. Please, someone oh, draw us character art. That did not art. go as planned. No, that did not go to plan. There are some, there are some I, I want to stress this, there are some very good effects in these beans. Yep, but not those That's why two. I have six in my bag for later. <laughs> but. Um, so... I now need to decide how these effects are going to impact his ability to fight. I'm going to give him disadvantage on his attacks Mm -hmm. and I will give you advantage on attacks made against him because he currently has a tomato for a head and is (laughs) um, at a disadvantage to see incoming attacks. Uh, But he is going to attempt to swing his sword towards where Potentia where he knew potential it was before his head became a tomato. Uh, and with disadvantage, he rolls a natural one. So, mm-hmm. given his new tentacly arms, he loses control of that sword and it just goes plunging into the ground next to him, carving a rip into the ground. Um, but he no longer has possession of that. And you cannot exactly gauge the expression of a tomato, <laughs> but he looks confused. <laughs> That is a sentence, Ben. What is that sentence? <laughs> you cannot exactly gauge the. Oh, oh my goodness, I love it. That's the best. Um, <laughs> Meredith, 
Okay, um, hang on a second. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Boy, these beans really could have gone a different way, but I I, I refuse to, <laughs> to to pick them. I wanted to roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Meredith is going to pick herself up off the ground. Um, and then, try again. Yeah, but then like double over in laughter as she sees what the knight does to himself. And, um, and through like tears of laughter is just like, oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> all all animosity to towards this person who just brought you just to gone, close to right. death. Okay. You have a head, a tomato for a head. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you would be going bright red anyway underneath all of it, but this is just perfect. <laughs> Guys, look, he's got a head, a tomato for a head. Meredith, um, your ability to laugh in the face of death. Yeah, but her kind of aim in doing this as well, like she's kind of beefing it up a little bit because she wants the uh, the whole crowd to kind of get behind her and like mm-hmm. yeah, start if that's, what if that's what you're trying to do, give me a performance, performance roll. check. Yeah, exactly. That is a 21. The crowd um, erupts with laughter as well at mm-hmm. what has just happened to this person. Um, oh, poor guy. I feel bad for him, but also he was trying to kill us before. So man. I'm going to give them like an anti-inspiration dice and cutting four- words. Yeah, it's a cutting words dice, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's a cutting words dice. So I'm going to give them. Four. Uh, yeah. She's also going to as a bonus action, um, or is that technically a bonus action? You can take an, a bonus action as a regular action if you'd like. Yeah, because I'm just going to heal myself real quick. Okay. How's, oh, Harold, how are you looking? Hit he, point one. He is like I'm, well I'm down the field. Been hit. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Harold has done what Excuse a me. wizard should be doing, but hasn't yeah. done because she was in the middle of it when it started What's and kind of can't run away. Harold is the tank for the group in many ways. But he's not. He's not because I am. And what the heck? <laughs> Pretty much. So I am going to cast Healing Word. I get nine hit points back. Very nice. Thank you. Much healthier. Potential. Can you give me a quick recap of where we are now? Because too much hilarity happened and I can't. <laughs> okay. Um, you are standing next to Meredith, who is also next to this tomato squid yep. octopus knight. Yep. Uh, who is, and Meredith is on the other side of Meredith, is Trayton. Next to Trayton is Gore, who just punched him in the head. <laughs> Cool. Would you say that currently Trayton is distracted by Gore at the moment? I would say Trayton is distracted by his companion becoming a tomato squid. Cool. <laughs> I.e., if I were to attack them, would I have advantage? Because I plan on just kind of yeeting myself out of here and then attacking him from a distance because I a squishy wizard and I shouldn't be here. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'll give you advantage. What has just occurred is so bizarre that Don't. he was unable to fully... <laughs> there is some cognitive dissonance in his brain about what yeah, There's occurred. a whole lot happening that's like a time. Um, all right. In which case, what I would like to do is leg it away 30 feet and mm-hmm. then cast Firebolt on Triton, but at the same time, like as I'm running, do like a QB, 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 um, because QB just punched someone in the head. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, we're still going for the cheer squad. Um, why am I a cheer squad? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's just, Give I'm like, I don't know, try to do a thing. 
Give me a performance okay, so roll. And an attack okay. roll as well. So performance roll first. Yep. Uh, 12. Um, the crowd is not super on side, but they are still like engaged in what's going on. And they, and they have not realized that this is in no way not the fake performance. Dope. Um, all right. And then for my five volt, fun fact, because you said I have advantage on that. Um, I actually have double advantage on that <laughs> because of the feet that I have. So mm-hmm. going to roll my two. I'm going to take the six that I don't want and re-roll it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to take the 13 that I rolled at five. And that's an 18 to hit Triton in the back of the brain. That hits Triton. By the back of the brain. I actually just mean like the middle of his upper back. Because essentially yeah. I want him to. Yeah, yeah. That, that will hit Triton. For five points of fire damage. It's a cantrip. It doesn't do that much damage, but like mm. half of my focus is on crowd work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, which you're she work- is not very good at. <laughs> I mean, you're doing a decent job of working the crowd. She's not a performer. She's just trying to do her best. Her little plus one to performance isn't doing very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Gore is going to uh, attack again. First one, His first fist will hit. His second fist will crit. Oh, damn. All right, so uh, his first one is going to do seven points damage. His second one is going to do 13 points of damage. Harold. All right, well, seeing the tomato squid, uh, I'm not too concerned about that. And looking around, obviously, the the mage seems to have gone AWOL as well. Um, So I'll send a guiding bolt at... Uh, Trayton. Mm-hmm. Do I have advantage as well? I guess if it's still the same turn, he's still... You won't, you won't have advantage on him, but you still have that um, inspiration dice from the crowd. That's true. Let's see what I get. Uh, well, that's a 24. I don't think I'll need it. Yep, that hits. Um, so that'll do 46. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Eight radiant damage. Eight from 46. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Three ones. Uh, oh. And... Uh, I will send uh, the hawk at him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 20, dirty 20. That hits. Uh, that'll do eight points of radiant damage. Mm-hmm. And then as a bonus action, I will do my radiant arrow. Harold with the damage all on this turn. Uh, natural 20. Yep, that <laughs> hits. <laughs> with my little, little mission custom nice. dice. Thanks, really. Um, so that'll be 2d8 plus 4, so that's 8 more points of radiant damage. He's bloodied. And the, obviously the hawk will probably do the, the normal flyby mm-hmm. attack, and I'll probably just stay where I am, I guess, Okay. at this point. It is at this point that um, Silbar leaps from the stadium crowd, tackling this knight to the ground, and... Jeez, he's not the most adept grappler, but apparently this this squid tomato is way worse. <laughs> um, you'd think with all those grappling limbs it'd be better, but apparently not used to this body at this point. Oh, squid tomato is it just? Can I just say what is this arc? What is this arc? <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but Silvar is restraining this. What was the knight on the ground? Now the armor is still there. It's just like tentacly bits coming out of the armor. And Silva like looks up at Potentia and Meredith like I've got him. Don't worry. Silva. Triton looks at his plans falling apart around him and yells, 
You're ruining everything. This was supposed to go so well. He's going to attack Gore again, or at least attempt to. Ooh, that might hit. Plunges his sword into the costume once more. And this time, um, from potentially, you can see that like it hits, it has some resistance to it this time. Mm, okay. Um, so, Gore is going to take some damage. And when he withdraws the blade, um, there is a moment where you can see a, a touch of blood mm-hmm. on the edge of it still. But the cube does not react. Gore does not break character. And then we are back to Meredith. All right. Um, could you recap on where Meredith is in terms of everybody else? Uh, you are currently standing directly behind Triton, next yep. to Potentia. Triton mm-hmm. is in front of Gore. And yep. then way down the field is Harold. Okay. Meredith is going to get out her... Um... Oh, and yet the squid tomato is behind you with Silbar on top of. I'm not even worried about the squid tomato. Um... <laughs> Silbar's got this. <laughs> Thanks, Denbug. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know, Ben! Help. I'm trying to... I'm just looking up what the rules for disarming are in 5e. Because you can, can attempt to disarm him. Oh, I'm really? I'm just looking up what how that... It used to be different in, in 3.5. I'm just looking up what it is in... I think that's what like, I think that's what you want to do. You want to restrain him and disarm him. Yeah, but I'm tiny, so grappling's probably not going to end well. There's an optional rule in the Dungeon Master's Guide for disarming. And I think this is kind of what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So a creature can use a weapon attack to knock a weapon or an or item from a target's grasp. The attacker makes an attack roll, which is then contested by the target's athletics or acrobatics check. Okay. If the attacker wins, then the attack will cause no damage, but the defender will drop the thing they are holding. Okay. If they were holding this with two hands, then you'd have disadvantage on the roll. But He's only it's... holding it with one hand, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, well, that's a four, so all of this was moot. <laughs> well, he, he would make an opposed acrobatics check to resist your attack on his hand to have him drop, mm-hmm. him, drop his sword. Uh, I am going to warn you, his acrobatics is actually quite good. Um, yeah, he he moves his yeah. hand out of the way and you don't hit it. Mm-mm. Do you do anything for your bonus? Yeah, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Gore. Might as well. Um, okay. Just try and save this. Uh, how much you heal? I'm so good for? at this game. Healing Word. Cast. So six, sorry, six um, hit points. All right, so you, you've you've swung at his hand with your rapier, trying to knock the sword from his hand, uh, but he moves his hand out of the way to till you miss. You heal uh, Gore with a healing word. Potentia. I would like, in as flashy a way as I can, to like have four magic missiles like appear around like my head. You know, basically go like mm-hmm. hands open. Here come four. Yep. Here, here are my four magic missiles, and then mm-hmm. I know they technically all strike at the same time, but I kind of want them to do the like one, two, three, four. I am okay with that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like little, like you're sending off four little rockets, and they kind of go in yes. one after the other, but they're all going to the same target. They're all going to try and hit Triton. But again, yeah. what I kind of like is like one in each shoulder and one in each hip, so it becomes like mm-hmm. a. I'm just trying to knock you to the ground. I'm not doing a center mm-hmm. of mass. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. That seems flashy. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to roll to hit, you just do damage with magic. I missile. just do damage. <laughs> so, the first two, the two that hit the shoulders, four points and five points. 
And then the mm-hmm. two that hit the hips deal three points and four points. So 16 points altogether. Great. And then what I would like to do uh, is call out to Silba just in a very jovial, like, thanks for the backup, buddy. Like, uh, cubes are in it f- together. Like, I'm just trying to keep the, like, playing of this mm-hmm. is a thing that everybody's in on. Yeah. So that this person uh, who's just jumped out of the crowd isn't a weird thing. Uh, yeah. Give me a performance. <laughs> 16. The crowd seems to be into it. And they're like, yep, definitely part of it. <laughs> Silba, you were a plant. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Uh, definitely. That's what happened. And not, and not at all um, something completely by chance that happened during the fight. All right. Nope. Um, and I'm going to stay where I am because I don't really want to be close to mm-hmm. Triton, but I also want to be able to run in there if I need to. So Gore as QB, the gelatinous cube, is going to attempt to grapple Triton. Gore is raging. He has advantage on this check. Gore rolls a 25 on his athletics check. And Triton is going to try and use his acrobatics to slip out of the grasp of this gelatinous cube. Oh, but he does not. This gelat- as gelatinous cube cubey. Like the hands retract on the sides and come out the front and grab onto Triton and just hold him. And there's a, a moment where Potential catches his eyes and there's a fear flashes across Trayton's face. And- so if they're both grappled, can I just clarify? If they're both grappled, mm. will this fight be over? Or are we? Are they going to keep trying to break grapples? So a grappled creature, their speed becomes zero. But they can still hit things. They can still hit the person who's grappling them, right? Yes. Um, so a grappled person can attempt to free themselves with an athletics or an acrobatics check. And the person grappling them makes an acro- athletics check to keep hold of them. Um, and you can do a bunch of things like shove people and uh, make them prone and just pin them and things. Hey, are there any like um, security guards or people in the... Um... There are some security around, but they all have been so enthralled by okay, your performance. Cool. They don't realize anything is wrong. Yeah. The only security person who has realized something wrong did something about it already. Which is why. Where is Michael? Around. My God, Michael, you are you are losing credibility in this fight. Get in here. Michael went to find someone to talk and then hasn't it's come not, back. It's been a it's been an entire half of a game of mugby, Michael. It does not take that long. Uh, Harold. All right. So at this point, seeing that Trayton is grappled, I think what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to I'm going to move my full movement closer in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll basically use my free action to be like, Trayton, you spoiled brat. It's over. Let's end this before someone gets hurt. And I'm going to hold my action uh, of a spectral, of, of, a, of a constellation arrow, basically, if Trayton becomes aggressive towards anyone. Like the second he looks like he's going to attack someone, I'll let the arrow go. But until he does, I'm not going to... Because as far as the crowd's concerned, potentially, the, the cube got Trayton. Yeah. So I, I would like this to look like the performance is over. Yeah. Trayton is going to attempt to make an acrobatics check to escape from Gore's grasp. 
and then I will respond based on how that goes. Oh, oh, that is not good for Triton. Uh, I was going to say that, oh, needs context. <laughs> that oh is one of two things. It's either, oh, that's bad so, for you, or oh, that's um, bad for Triton. <laughs> Triton has very good ac acrobatics, but he only rolled a nine. He only, he only got nine in total against Gore's oh. uh, advantage athletics check. Uh, which on a flat roll is higher before adding his modifiers. So Gore will get a 21. Trayton isn't going anywhere. No. So like after attempting to struggle his way free, he like drops his sword. <sighs> Fine. You've beaten me. Can I please walk over to him and just say, I believe I told you to stop. Um, <laughs> so we're out of combat? Yeah, combat is finished. Okay. Can Meredith kind of scan the crowd and look for one of the guards or security people? Uh, well, Nikolai has emerged from underneath awesome. the, the stands mm -hmm. seating. Like he, he has in his hands a set of manacles. Great. Um, but he, he isn't like approaching you yet. Okay. Can I send message, like point at him and message him and say, um, these guys, this is not pretend. These guys were really trying to hurt us. Help, please, if you can. You almost don't even see his mouth move. It's so, mm -hmm. it's so subtle. Almost like he's, it's just a practice thing for him. Mm. I know. I'm just waiting for the finish. As Gore brings Trayton closer, whispers something to him, which Harold, you're right next to. So you will, mm. um, you will be the only person who picks this up. Gore says, never again. Yeah, and I'll probably at that be like, um, all right, let's, uh, should we finish this show? And, um, well, Gore, Gore will then, uh, air quotes, absorb this person. <laughs> <laughs> the gelatinous cube is going to move over Trayton. Gromp. Yep. And the crowd and then, goes wild! The crowd goes wild! Woo! I'll, I'll guide Gore towards where, um, Nikolai is. Mm-hmm. Uh, once out of out of eye shot of the crowd, uh, Gore he will drop Trayton. Somehow Gore has held him up off the ground while still beating him a little. Mm -hmm. uh, and Nikolai will slap those manacles down on his wrist. I look over uh, at Nikolai and say, "I presume I have you to thank for taking care of that uh, that young mage there." Well, I did my part. The thanks should go to Potentia. Yes, well, I always know Potentia's got my back, but it seems I owe you one again, so... Uh, thank you. Simply doing my duty for the city. Yes. And, um... Say hello to your brother for me next time you have drinks. Yes, no, I, I will. I mean, it sounds like your partnership was productive the last time, so, um, I shall. Uh, I shall. And I'll, I'll find the... I'll find the tomato squid. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that for a second. As, as an act of mercy. Silbar, Silbar has him. Once I'd sassed, yeah. um, <laughs> once I'd sassed Trayton, I was going to walk back and basically help Silbar as much as I can oh. to pick up that thing and just get it off. Like, well, it's like, we're just now cleaning so, up all of the mess. Bye. So, yeah, once, once, once the... The, the tomato squid is is under the bleachers and out of view as a, as an act of mercy. I'll cast um, lesser restoration 
-hmm. and just see if I can <laughs> de-tomato squid the poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, remind me what this restoration is. I mean, oh. it... God. These effects... It doesn't specifically say that you can take the effects. Like, it's blinded, deafened, paralyzed, and poisoned. So unless tomato yeah. squidding yourself isn't poisoning... <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping there's a slight amount of creative license here on, like, reversing a magical affliction. Yeah. You know, like a disease mm. kind of thing. Um, but if, if it doesn't work, that's... It, it seems to have no effect. Yeah, fair enough. You gave it a shot. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but Nikolai will uh, tie up the tomato squid. He <laughs> determines that manacles are not going to be the right thing to do. Um, and he will hand over these people, uh, including an unconscious mage, mm. uh, to some of the, the city city guard. If you'll excuse me, there's still a second half of a Mugby game I'd like to watch. And my friend will be missing me in the stands. Thank you for your assistance. You've been a, an amazing help, Nikolai. Thank you. This gets a nod from Harold. By the way, do any of you happen to study necromancy? No! I'd be happy to introduce you to my friend. He's the head of the necromancy school. I do not. Meredith but... has, like, narrowed her eyes. Um, uh, just to Nikolai. Is that the, uh, the skull? Indeed. What's their name? I, I, I haven't come across them before. They aren't too fond of giving out their name willy-nilly, so it's not my place to give it. They are simply the head of the necromancy department. If you want their name, you'll have to speak to them. Fair enough. I know names can have power in some situations, so... Yeah, that's okay. Well, in, enjoy the match, Nikolai. Again, I appreciate it. Until we meet again. Um, at this point as well, one of the Theldor vampires who has the, the captain's badge mm -hmm. on his shirt has walked under the bleachers and he looks very cross, not at you, at Trayton. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> I'm just going to look at him and just be like, I think you have a game to finish. Yes, and then I've got a vice-captain that needs disciplining or expelling from the team. Those things can be later you problems. Perhaps they'll learn a thing or two by just having a chat with the City Watch for a while. From, like, back as the guards are leading them away, um, you hear, tr hear Trayton yell, My father will hear of this! He'll oh, solve this! Oh, Daddy's little boy! That's lovely! Hmm. I wonder if he can do anything about... Tomato squidding. Or Trayton's personality? Mm, no, I think that one's terminal. Mm. This ca the captain says nothing could fix Trayton's personality. Mm. He, he turns around and heads back towards the field. Uh, I just call after to be like, good luck. I just sort of, probably to no one in particular, just be like, if I tried to pull something like this, father would be furious. I feel like that's the healthy response. Hmm. <laughs> Is at this moment, uh, Michael returns back with just an armful of paperwork <laughs> mm -hmm. that he has apparently had to be dealing with. <sighs> hey, did I, I... I missed half the game. How did the, the show go? Gore's fine. Well, it was eventful, Michael. Uh, looking forward to the second half. You going to join us in the stand? 
Uh, I think I need to help go out of the costume first. Uh, Ask him about the tomato squid. Oh, you know what? You've had a very busy morning, Michael. I, I can do this. Just go and enjoy yourself. It's been, you know, you've been on edge for so much of the day. I, you know, I think you should just relax. There's no need. I, I can do it. Uh, Gore, like, the full cube turns to look at Harold. It's okay. Michael can help me. Okay. You, you go enjoy the game. All right, then. Um, and just as, like, sneakily, uh, I will put my hand, like, as if to, like, you know, that, the guy thing where you just kind of pat someone on the, the, the back of the shoulder? Uh, it's not just I'll a guy thing, but wounds. sure. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's a stereotypical just, like... Yeah. Um, and I will cast uh, Healing Word at second level, mm-hmm. uh, which will give Gore eight hit points. That is enough to get him back to full. Thank you. Love yeah. it. He'll um, never know! Uh, so the three of you go back and enjoy the rest of the uh, game. I will meet them in the stands because what I want to do is swing past the um, other team's bleachers okay. and just talk to the one whose name I do not know that I keep talking to. Mm-hmm. So the three of you leave Michael and Gore uh, beneath the bleachers and make your way around the front side of it. Um, Harold and Meredith, you'll go up and find some seats mm-hmm. up in the stands. And Potentia, you will uh, walk your way past the bleachers. You don't see um, that guy you've been talking to. He's not in the. He's not in the dugout. He's on the field now. Okay. Did I catch his name at any point? Like, did we catch his name at any point? Like, is it on the back of his jersey or anything like that? Uh, on the back of his jersey, it says Berkeley. Cool. Then I'll just say to one of them, "Tell, tell Berkeley I sorted out the problem with Trayton," and then I'm just going to head back up into the stats. He like gives you a, a, a nod and a. Okay. Um, and I'd like to swing past Silbar and just give, like, just thank him on my way up to sitting with the others. He's like currently sitting with with Rufka mm. and Ren, and they are like, "What was that about? Like, what the heck?" Don't know. Someone decided to swap the fake weapons for real ones, and some weird stuff happened. It wasn't supposed to go down like that. I don't know. Um, so in my mind, I picture it that um, Silbar, Rufka, and Ren are sitting on like the row, kind of behind you. Oh, that like we found seats in front. Okay, well that's. I was thinking they were away from yeah. us, but that's fine. No, you, you found seats like kind of the row in front of them. Yeah. Cool. I don't know it. It and as I say that, then I'm just going to turn to Meredith and just do that sort of like, yeah, it didn't quite go according to plan. <laughs> nah, but that's all right. Nothing ever does here, right? Just Daddy's little boy having a bit of a spat. A little bit. I feel like I got off easy with the um. Those jelly beans, though. <laughs> Not being able to I'll read say. for an hour. That's fine. What's the score? Just trying to, like, pull it. Like, yeah. she's deliberately being like, let's not talk about this. Ren will say, we're up 14 to 12. I'm going to nod like I know what that means and just... <laughs> he seems like somebody who has been following the game yeah. and, and, like... That tracks. That's what's going on. Uh, and and Silva will, like, lean down so that he's closer to where you're sitting. Meredith, you're okay? Yeah. Like, you took a big hit there. Yeah, it's all right. I'm a healer, so I'm pretty good at kind of getting myself out of those kind of scrapes. Usually healers are better at healing other people. Yeah, well, Harold definitely got me back up onto my feet. Okay. Well, good good you're okay. He, like, sits back up. Thanks for checking, though. I appreciate it. Can I I eyeball Silva, like, that, that entire back and forth, please? He's just a, a friendly furball. I know he, he is, wants... but <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. you, Ben. 
actually, that will probably, that little interaction yeah. will probably sort of jog something in Harold's mind. Yeah. And uh, it'll kind of... As the game is going on in front of you. He won't say it too loudly, yeah. but yeah, he'll kind of just like cock his head towards Meredith and be like, you know, I half expected Alduin to come running out of the the stands there. Huh? Uh, you know, when it, when you went down, I'm surprised, you know, everyone needs a knight in shining armor, as it were. Um, Alduin? You just watch Pretentious face on the phrase of like everyone needs a knight in shining armor, just being like What? No. Yes, he's been showing up quite a lot lately, don't you think? No more than anybody else. Well, he always seems to pop up where you are specifically though. I mean that's interesting, isn't it? Oh no, you don't think. <laughs> yes, I, I I think so. I he I think he's rather fond of you, to be honest. Oh no. I mean, he's great, but I'm just, I'm not, I'm just, uh, okay, what do I do? <laughs> you can't ask that of us. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, I'm going to have to have a talk to him, aren't I? I love that Meredith, the most <laughs> the most social person in, in the group, not is just I think loss. it's easiest Meredith. I'm to have, have a chat to him, hey. I mean, you know, he's a grown man. Hopefully he's an adult about it. And, you know, the truth is normally the, the best way. Yeah, No need I've to had, complicate just, things. Ah, oh, I just really wish people would just want to be friends with each other, you know? Well, you know, can't help your feelings, I suppose, but... Yeah, okay. That's all right. That's a future Meredith problem. Let's just enjoy the game. Yes, uh... What, what is happening, Silva? You seem to be on top of this. Yeah, I actually have very little idea what's going on. Uh, Ren, like, leans in. Let me explain, Harold. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, look. Um, hang on. Uh, Meredith, you and I swap places. Let me explain to Harold what's going on. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going to listen, though, because I want to find out. Uh, so he, Ren will explain the intricacies of Mugby and how it is played and how the cubes uh, are famous for certain tactics and... Mm-hmm. What's been going on? Um, it might be very interesting for you. It might be very boring for you. But either way, Ren is in in lecture mode, and he's not going to stop. Yeah, uh, I think we'll leave the three of you up on the stadium as well as we yeah. pull back away from the the story. I think Harold would be like actually earnestly listening. Like haven't haven't actually asked. He's like trying to take it in. You know, like when you are new to a sport or a thing, and you're kind of like. You're trying to get it, but obviously, like, you haven't had enough exposure to fully, like, you know, put all the pieces together. Like, I think that's kind of what Harold's doing. He's kind of, like, nodding and going, oh, oh yes, and then, like, trying to, like, put it together with what he's seeing on the field and, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so as this game happens, we, we'll, we'll pull away from the group and across campus at the chemistry labs where the elven chemist that you met previously in Paracelsus. <laughs> Sorry, that still makes me laugh. I love it. Uh, he's going about his, his work when the sound of music and the smell of smoke fills the air and a man with a red suit walks into the room. Hello, sir. I believe I would like to have a conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs>